We're back for episode 17. It's the Vagal Rugby Podcast. All right, we're back. It's episode 17. I can't believe we made it to 17, but it is time for Breakfast Club, and I'm joined by Tony. Hiya. Don Mickelberg. Hey, baby. Ollie McSweeney. Hi. And obviously I am here. There is one notable absence uh, in the big, tall ginger man, but he apparently is on his way. Mm-hmm. Um, so he will join us shortly, I'm sure. Um, first of all, guys, last weekend. I'm not sure if you remember much of last weekend, as you were all in a foreign land. Um, but what happened in the first week of the Six Nations? Anyone want to take it? Yeah, I'll go. Um, <clears throat> through some uh, interesting French decisions, um, Wales came away with a big win there. How shocking um, was the pass, pass. from Varmin? What was that about? The yeah, the, yeah, the, <laughs> the captain. captain. Did you see this? It's come out Great this week. Great grab by uh, George Ortho. Yeah, a couple yeah. of little fumbles at it. But... Did you see it come out this week that he didn't know he was the captain? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the ref come out to him and was like, Wait. what are you doing, mate? And he was like, I don't know, I was the captain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no idea that he was actually the captain on the pitch at the time. That is... That Incredible. is France. Literally I mean, needed Boyne Barnes to tell him that he was the captain. I mean, you need, like... Hey, play, play, play. So, like, sometimes I feel like we hear that France is unorganised and like the rugby's a bit weird, but you don't really believe it until you see something like that. And you're like, hang on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've, had to, uh, we've had to take a little split there because... The big ginger man turned up and okay. proceeded to knock over some tables upstairs in, in Weatherspoon, trying to trying Real to get bad a seat. Trip to blue water, <laughs> and uh, evidently you wanted to flip some two, tables. Two laps of blue water, this I'm warmed up. He's warmed up and ready to go. We were just discussing uh, the ridiculousness of France rugby at the moment, and the fact that we hear on other podcasts and media outlets that there's a bit of uh, something going on in France with the dis- disorganisation. Um, but you don't really believe it until you see ridiculousness like that. Stuff like that. Absolutely insane. I just want to see... In the moment, though, yeah. isn't it? It's just in the moment. They're trying to make something, force something to happen. Exactly. I just love to see, like, be in his head at that moment and think this is a good decision. Well, Jake has actually been in his head, second row, <laughs> middle of the pitch. Don't pass The it. miss pass is on. Doesn't, don't pass it. You don't need to. Absolutely. Well, that was winning. Or not on. <laughs> he never go, never I think, pass I it. I think what doesn't help him is that someone mispassed it to him as well. So I think you just sat there and you're thinking, well, this I'll, is what we're doing. Okay. The, the free, the free, free <laughs> passes beforehand shouldn't have been made anyway because every single one of them was going behind the guy before. Mm. Like, and they were having to stop, turn around, catch the ball. It was just ridiculous. All good so, second rows know, don't pass the ball. <laughs> yeah, Ever. that's the rule. Whether you're 100 metres out or one metre so out, you do not pass the ball. As a result of that pass, I've put him in my fantasy team this week. So have I. So have I. <laughs> Stuck him in instead I of Alan Wynne Jones. I like it. Shoot, shoot it. Right. Um, Ireland, England. Should we get there last or should we go there now? Last. We'll save it. We'll save it. All right. The middle one, the boring Scotland, one. Italy. Scotland, Italy. We didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. I watched it. We watched it. Yeah, we watched it. Fair play. You did watch it. You barely watched it. I love Finn Russell. Yeah. Turned into a wonderful player, hasn't he? He's in my dream team. Talking of dream teams. Where's this Kinghorn come from, though? Yeah. Uh, no, Blair? Hattrick, Blair yeah, Kinghorn. Yeah. Who's he play for? No idea. Well, he's about to get an extra. He's about to get an extra hundred bags a year in his contract. <laughs> yeah, <100%. laughs> Someone's all of a sudden now going back to his. Um, <laughs> 
Mustard manager. That's it. He's yeah. Do you see that? My boy just scored a hat trick. Where's his money, Where's punk? His money? <laughs> <laughs> not even playing this week though. I was going to put in my fantasy team. I was like, not playing, is it? But I checked. I was like, I was going to put him in, and then I was like, hold on, I wait for all the squads to be announced because yeah. I'm not transferring again. Yeah. Wales absolutely stitched me right up. I was yeah. like, well, they'll be playing. Yeah. George North will be playing. Alan Lee Jones. <laughs> nah, yeah. dropped them all. Luckily, I had only two Welsh in my squad. I made so, my transfer. Okay, safe transfer. Gamble. No, but I made so many fucking changes. <laughs> <laughs> He's six, on the bench. I was like, he'll come on, score, try it. <laughs> I'm six points down already. Just in case um, anyone hasn't realised, there's a little fantasy team tip. CJ Stander is now out. out. Yeah. So get rid of him. He was in my team. Get Sean O'Brien in if you want my opinion. Right, England, Ireland. Uh, tell me. Three. Tell me. It was alright. What man. a game. We didn't have commentary when we were watching it because we were in a German sports bar. Yep. Uh, we had the joys of the Bundesliga. He took some issues. <laughs> I did take a lot of issues with. <laughs> Let me just talk about what, I mean, we could all put a little input on what we think won the game, but. I think it was the line speed. Line speed. Oh, Every yeah, yeah. single play. A new, they come new, up so hard. The yeah. new facts that come out, the dominant tackle yeah. stats. I like that. A lot of the time for that. You mm. tackle someone like behind the game line and stop them dead. Dominant. Mm. And we, we what just, did we have, 30 in the first half? Yeah, we so finished on 48, didn't we? We just bullied them. That, that was literally like more physical, the dominant tackles, exactly. line speed. Like, you just couldn't do anything. I feel like as well, they just never seemed to have the ball. And whenever yeah. they did, we just shut them down. It's amazing that we all... And that's their game, isn't it? Johnny Sexton puts it up or whoever, and Johnny May just sat there and dealt with it all yeah, day. Every Jeez, mate. <laughs> Tom Curry bullets Johnny Sexton. Just, yeah. Well, they either, they either kick it or they play an unbelievable amount of phases. So it's amazing that Eddie Jones, after we mug him off all the time, people mug him off a lot for being a bit brain dead, yeah. but he obviously worked out that if you stop them playing phases... That's the game over. So they can play 15 phases. If every single phase goes backwards, we don't care. Just let them do it. Two moments in the game. Tom Curry's hit on Keith Earls. I thought it was a great shot. Yeah, yeah, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, nothing wrong. Good shot. And Mario Toje competing in the air against Keith Earls. Eyes were on the ball the whole time. Yeah, 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 completely. He's done nothing wrong there. Absolutely nothing wrong. They think because he pulled out of the tackle, it made it look worse. He didn't pull out, but he wrapped his arm. No, but he he didn't fall to the ground with him. If you watch it, he hits him. If he'd have both gone down, yeah, he'd laid on top of him, it would have looked more I mean, like the way Keith Earls went the, down as well. Yeah, soft, isn't it? Soft. The, uh, the Maratoji one I wanted to bring up that I feel like refs sometimes say about people that jump first, people that were in the air first and all that. Itoji jumps a good second before Earls jumps. Yeah. So, they always, so they always Earls go with the takes him out, team, if anything. They always go with the defenders. And also, yeah. Itoji and also. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I mean. Itoji's just dominant against Earls, isn't he? Like, there's no way Earls is ever going to win the ball once Itoji jumps up in the air before him. There's no chance. I also think the problem, like, if Itoji catches that, he's probably okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's busted now. But two weeks, apparently. Two weeks. Was it? Two games, yeah. Three, or well, sort of nearly four weeks. Yeah, there's a gap in the middle. Yeah, but it's just a, it's just yeah. like a, a sore thing. It's not like a, he's not torn anything. Connie lost the job. Could yeah, yeah, mate, 100%. That French 10. He's not going to be happy, is he? I can't wait to watch that. We'll play real deep, real, real deep. Yeah. <laughs> On the back of last week's games then, uh, predictions for this week's games. So we've got, obviously, we'll go with the big one first, England-France. It's on Sunday, two, 3 o'clock kickoff. England all the way. 
Yeah. Bastard back in the centres. Yeah. That's the right, Bastard back in the centres. So allowing you to go absolutely rinse him. I can't wait for that battle though. And also Slade, I think might might have a go at it. Slade's a big old boy. He's turning me round. Slowly turning me round. I don't like him normally. I don't know. I like. I no. I don't hate him. I always saw him as a great Premiership player. But I never felt like he had made the step up to international level. But then last week he surprised me. I think it's just that, like um, Jackie was saying, we've had three ball players as our yeah. midfield, and like, you just can't play like that. Need no, someone no, to hit the no, game. No, yeah, yeah, just he's going to tie up two boys every to time. To stop, yeah. to stop the drift two every time. Yeah, play, yeah. Um, yeah. All right, let's roll into the next one. Scotland versus Ireland. Scotland are at home. Ireland just. Yeah. I think Scotland win most of the game and then Ireland pitch it last ten. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, Ireland, is that what we're saying? Ireland by a maximum score. Dominic? Yeah, no good Ireland. No. Just because they are sheep. They just are so good, but nice. same time. I would love Scotland. I would Scotland love and Murrayfield are a different beast to Scotland. Yeah. They are. They are. It's different. It's tough when the fireworks going off. You got the old flower of Scotland banging through. The bagpipers are up. Yeah, you feel on, it. I'm sure. I'm about the boys. Like yeah, Scotland. <laughs> um, and obviously the the Bibs game, <laughs> Wales against Italy. I would love it for Italy to win, but I can't. See it. I can't. See it. it literally is. Bibs. I do think. Yeah, I do yeah, think it's slightly dangerous Bibs. though from Wales making that as many changes as they have because Italy. I mean, they're not. They're not bad. They're on not their bad. day, they come up with something. Back in the centre, who runs heavy. As yeah, well. he is a good player. The, the yeah, big one, Jonathan Davis, the onside. Yeah, true. Captain this week. Also, my fancy team. Bigger, bigger being back, I think, is a bigger. Yeah, it was so much better. I don't think Wales oh, right. is that risky because a lot of them have got like one or two caps, and now's the time to blood them for the World Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's too late. Start blooding guys yeah. now for the World Cup, you're yeah, fat. Yeah. <laughs> Gone are the days where you look at Wales' second team and go, that's this. Yeah, 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 I suppose. They've got about 18-10. Alright, Mr. Uh, Wales. Jesus. Why don't you go suck off Warren Gatlin? Damn it! Trying to be clean this week. (laughs) Um, Right, I'll tell you what. Got a few notes to get through, and then obviously we've got matches of interest. So, uh, first one, Super Rugby starts next week. (laughs) Now, in the same way that we've adopted NFL teams over the past few years, it's gradually built up, People people are jumping on the wagon. I feel like if you haven't yet got a Super Rugby team, you should have one. So before the season starts, there's a little bit of breakfast coming. Sorry. Thank you. Before the season starts, which is upsetting to me because I feel like I should probably adopt someone. Um, yeah, let's all adopt. Let's me? all adopt a team in the Super Rugby to keep out, keep track of. Melbourne Rebels. No. And I fucking love. Do you know who their captain is? No. Dane Haler Petty. Australian winger came from the force obviously do you know who their coach is? no uh, not clue mate I just, Dave, Dave oh, Wessels he was the forces the coach they just took everyone alright they took them all right. is that who you were going to go with? Mate? it wasn't because I hate him <laughs> Gold Coast Titans for me Gold Coast Titans mm-hmm. okay <laughs> okay they sound made up <laughs> I think they are made up <laughs> never heard of them in my life not at all mate who are they? they're the Titans from they the, knew from the Gold Coast. <laughs> Are they? Were they playing? I mean, what? Yeah. So as we continue this, I realise I've got the wrong fucking league. So my NRL team will be. I mean, you oh, can Queensland Reds. The, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I was going to say they replace Queensland Reds. Surely not. <laughs> Okay, Tony's got Queensland Reds and not Gold Coast Titans, whoever they are. 
Um, Don Mickelbrow, I can see you frantically looking up Super Rugby Team. <laughs> see, I'm going to go for based on the coolest name. Actually, I might have a look at the logos and change later, but Sunwolves sound pretty cool. Yes, nice. Good shout. Ooh, yeah, interesting, the Sunwolves. Yeah, Japan. Sunwolves. Jake? Um, Sharks? No, it's Sharks. Well, second one. Yeah, like yep. got a South African team. That's good. Solid. We've got solid. a South African team got in there. Solid badge. Look at the Sharks badge. Uh, and as we haven't got one yet, I will take the Hurricanes. Oh, good. Cause you're going cute. I just can't go for another Australian outfit. <laughs> I don't feel like I can. Yeah, it's not. Super rugby next year when all the Kiwis are coming to the UK. So it will. be. Is he for now? Is he for now? deal? With four years with Australia. Australia, yeah. The one Japanese player I know plays for Sunwolves. So. Perfect. You've ne- basically any Japanese player you know, well, he no, plays for the Sunwolves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've got our Super Rugby team. That starts next week, so we'll get on to that. Um, Global Rapid Rugby. Tony hadn't heard of it when I mentioned it this morning. It is a new brand of rugby. Yeah, it's been it's because it's been getting it's because it's been getting closer. Well, they had a start date. They had six out of the eight teams from around the world <laughs> confirmed, and then last week put the brakes on. Because two of the teams, the team from, I want to say, no, China was in, I want to say Fiji and one other team, they couldn't come to the terms quick enough to get squads together before the season would start. So four of the teams already had their squads in and training pre-season. So they're doing a showcase series this season. So it's like a, a load of friendlies well, between each other and tournaments go to different countries. Yeah, but with 15. It's yeah. like proper rugby. How do you but fund that? It's a it's a a multi-billionaire mining magnate, so Western Force supporter who set it up. That is now where the Western Force are going to be. And the the prize packet is a million quid. So. If you win the tournament, you get a million quid. So the teams from Fiji, Singapore, that could do a lot for their China, Malaysia. There's a team from Malaysia that could do a lot for their rugby unions if they can put a decent yeah, yeah. team so in. So basically, the his team got booted out of Super Rugby and he just made his own league. Totally yes, league that's exactly what he did. Yeah. I wish I had that sort of money. But you would. If you, still had, if you still had like 30,000, 40,000 people that wanted to watch rugby in your state, why wouldn't you put them somewhere? You know what I mean? Um, so that's cool. So that is being delayed. Elliot Daly to Saracens. Nice. I'm not a Saris fan. Oh, becoming the best fucking team in the world. Are they the Toulon of the Quite possibly. What do tens? you do with Goudo? Uh, no, I reckon he's going to play 13. He won't, yeah, he won't. They're saying he'll play 13, but they've got Tompkins that play 13. They play 13. Don't get over him, yeah, yeah, he will, he will, but it's a shame. God, that's such a serious team coming through. Are they basically setting them up, themselves up as the England team? Because <laughs> today there's like six starters. That would be dreaming. Yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, they play together play every play. week. Be wonderful. Um, Not for sorry. And you're missing players who could could feasibly be in the team, like Good um, and um, Wigglesworth and Itoji. I mean, I don't rate Wigglesworth, but feasibly on a day they could all be in the England, England squad. Yeah, I can't uh, say the squad. But is that Nick? Is he Yeah, he's good as well. Yeah, so they are definitely setting cool themselves up. As, uh, as England rugby, there's the other second. Where's Nornsbury? He's up there. Yeah, he's on the bench. He's on the squad. Uh, yeah. There's another second round of Surrey's who they think is better than Marin at that age. Oh, really? Well, another, yeah, another youngster. Well, under 18. Yeah, I think oh, he's, he's, yes. He's played a few first team games now. He's uh, still, he's, like, yeah, he plays in the under 20s, isn't he? Playing the under 20s? Mm. I think he plays in the under 20s, who also were playing this weekend. Because I saw that uh, Mark Smith was starting at 10, but I don't know when they were playing or how they got on, if, it's, if it's already happened. Right, just quickly, let's roll forward to the big news of the day, matches of interest. 
and fixtures. We've got to bang through them because we're getting on. Um, I'll get you through the matches of interest while the boys set themselves up with some fixtures. Um, in our league, obviously the big game today is Vigo versus Hastings and Bexhill. Hastings, the wounded animal, trying to get themselves up off of the bottom. They know they've got to start winning soon. Um, and Tony has got the other games from around the grounds in our league. Yep, so uh, Cobra are hosting Bromley. Uh, Becca Hamians are going down to Folkestone. Uh, Dunstonians are going across to Lewis. Parkhouse are going to Pulbra and Old Willies have their week off. Week off, week off for Because of the Helen Lee game. Um, cool. Um, I've got a game in the league below. Perfect timing from Don Mickleberg. Ashford versus Old Gravesendians is our match of the week from Kent 1. First v freeze there. It is first against third. Who else have we got in that league, Don? Uh, we've got Cranbrook versus King's College Hospital. HSBC versus Footscray, Sheppy versus New Ash Green. Should be New Ash Green in there. I mean, you would hope they would finally get a win. <laughs> and Southwark Lancers versus Gillingham and Corridge, which will be a good. That's second v four. So it also would be four. a good game. Top, top four, four are all playing, playing each, each other. other. Yeah, that that's is a, an interesting league this week for the top of that one. Well done, eh? um, two if you need it. London two. There is a match of interest in London two, and it is down the bottom. It's Maidstone versus Aylesford this week, who, which is third from bottom against rock bottom and a local derby. I believe. I mean, Mason should against that, they? they should do, but they are struggling a little. They still they want to pull away from that bottom three, really, don't they? Yeah. Bottom two. Um, who else we got in that league? Uh, so you got Beckenham. We've got Deal and Betshanger. Uh, Gravesend. We've got Hayward Heath. Horsham. have got Heathfield, Heathfield and Waldron. Maidstone have got Alfred Bulls, as you mentioned. Thanet Wanderers versus Chilton Park, and Old Colfians versus Dover. I nice. think. Gravesend versus Hayward Heath it's got to be a big game there as well 5th versus 6th yeah Massive. that is quite a big game that one um, quite near on points as well um, we will move on to our next match of interest which is Seven Oaks versus Westcombe Park which is up in London South East it's, it's one isn't it or is it Prem is it one or Prem? It's not Prem. I can't this remember. Must be one. Um, seven Oaks Western Park must be London South East one these days. No, Surely it not. It is. Yep. It is. I didn't realise those two have fallen so I far. Didn't, no, I didn't. Um, well, that is in London one. And what else do we have in London one time? Um, <coughs> Chichester against Brighton. Uh, Cobham against Camberley. Sorry. Cobham against Camberley. Cobham against Tottenians. Nice. Haven't London Cornish. Hove against Medway. Seven Oaks, Western Park, and Thurrock against Dartfordians. Nice, nice. Um, a big hello to Matthew Valentine. Obviously, at this stage every week we say hello um, because your game this week is in London Savvy's Prem, and Ollie will give us it. It's uh, Sig Cup versus Bedford Athletic. And that's at Sig Cup, so good luck to them. Bedford are down the bottom, so 10, should 10 be. 10 versus 11th. Oh, big game. Another close game, two points separating them. Ah, big game. Just missed out on being a match of interest, that one. Um, move up to National 1, one of my favourite uh, leagues this season. And our match of interest from National 1 this week is Old Otamians versus Chinna. Chinna are mid-table-ish, upper mid-table, but the other games, um, Amtil, Blackheath and Roslyn Park, I believe, are playing very low sides. So what else yeah. have we got in there, mate? Amtil are going down to Cinderford. Um, Rotherham Titans, Isha. Blackheath are going... Across to Birmingham Mosley. Um, 
Bishop's Dorford, Plymouth Albion, Darlington Mountain Park, Loughborough Students, um, Roslyn Park are at home to Sale FC, and the other one is Coldy against Cambridge. Fair play, I think that's the only sort of match of relative interest, but they could all get wins today, those top four, and, and keep it going, keep the race going. Last one that we've got, matches of interest wise, is Tunbridge Judds versus Rams, which is in National 2. Rams are top. Having only lost one game all season, Tunbridge Judds are third. Canterbury wedged in the middle of those two. Canterbury and Tunbridge Judds obviously both go for that second spot. Do you know what? I'm not sure. I think it may be. I think it may be uh, either that, or I think it's a playoff against the second place in London to North. Yeah. So you. Looking for that second spot, but um, no, I don't really know what else we got. Um, could you just let us know who Canterbury are playing? Yeah, in, they're in that playing Clifton, who are eight. Okay, interesting, interesting. Well, there we go. Those are all the matches of interest, all the matches of the week. We are going to be off to drive time in a minute before we get off to Swanswood for a two thirty start. Vigo against Hastings. Here we go. See you in a bit, boys. Winners. Drive time. Drop a gear. Disappear. All right, it's time for drive time. Um, unfortunately, week 17 of the podcast, we've just got to the stage where we have no more players, no more new faces. Um, I will try my best to get an interview in with a new face in a car when we get to the club. Unfortunately, today, or maybe fortunately for us, we're on the way to Swanswood for the big game, Vigo versus Hastings. Um, and I'm in the car with Ollie McSweeney and Dom Mickelberg, who have just arrived back from a trip to Cologne, the fair city of Cologne. Shittal. Um with Shittal. a lot of the squad. <laughs> now, there was up to 20 squad members that went, so obviously we'll still go with no names. No one will ever know who was involved in some of these stories, but this is the Vargo Rugby Podcast Cologne Special. Well, welcome, guys. Thank you for having us. Right. No problem, no problem. Um, first of all, how was it? Uh, messy, very, very boozy. Perfect. That's exactly how you want a trip away with the boys. It, now it uh, broke me. I'm not going to lie. It did break. There were some broken faces at training. Um, now I wasn't on this trip, so I don't know what happened. Um, but I would like to know a couple, maybe just a couple of the best stories that you have. Now, obviously, this is drive time, so it's no names allowed. Um, but is there anything that sort of springs to mind that you think I would find particularly funny? I think I'll lead the first one. Um, Take it. So, uh, just landed in Cologne about midday. We'd been drinking since seven o'clock that morning. Flight was delayed, wasn't it? Flight was delayed by two hours because they forgot our plane. So most of us had got close um, to our six beers. So uh, landing in Cologne and everyone needs a wee. Uh, going into public toilets. Do you know you normally get the old uh, Johnny Johnny Cockring dispenser dispensary thing? Uh, yeah, yeah, male performance. Yeah, yeah. The male yeah. performance things. Well, the Germans, obviously, being weird, uh, had a fake vagina for sale. <laughs> Five euros, good quality. Uh, not uh, bad. And four euros. Um, four euros. You can tell I didn't purchase it. <laughs> Me neither. Um, so we get back to our hotel, a uh, hostel, should I say, actually, not hotel. And uh, one member of the team decides to fill this fake vagina. Instructions are to fill it with either air or water. Um, one of them fills it with uh, freezing cold water doesn't let the tap <laughs> eat up at all and uh, passes it to said person to uh, put his three quarter hard penis into this uh, fake <laughs> vagina 
Now, uh, he immediately goes soft because this thing is stone cold. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is not warm at all. So then... Oh, uh, it's like sleeping with a block of ice. Exactly. Not that I've ever done that. No, no, no. Um, but we, uh, we, we then tried to fix this problem. So we ran it under a hot tap for about five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> trying to, try to, to warm heat, the old girl to up. To heat the water to, in the vagina. Correct. Because nice. <laughs> you can't empty it out and refill it. You can't... Um, oh, once it's full, yeah, it's full. Yeah, it's a, it's a one-time <laughs> thing. <laughs> and we didn't have a microwave to hand. That might well, have been a good Why were they option. selling them in the airport? That's what I want to know. It was just a public <laughs> toilet. So it's just, uh, Sometimes you just got to go in it. Exactly. <laughs> it's been a long flight. I need, like I, I need said, to relax. Like I said, <laughs> Germany was weird. <laughs> in those tiny seats, rock hard, thinking, yeah. I, just, I just need a sex I just toy. need one. <laughs> so uh, this guy goes again, tries to get himself semi again, and... Uh, tries to go again but has no joy so then another member of the uh, the bedroom pipes up and tries to thumb his soft penis <laughs> into a pre-used vagina oh, <laughs> as I believe happened two other members of the bedroom thumbed the softy in the <laughs> oh no there are multiple people uh, touching multiple pieces and, and a great encouragement I believe. and who right. says rugby clubs are gay just a quick one uh, are we talking about um, obviously we're talking about players here yep. these um, these pieces these weapons that you've seen are we talking squirrel or are we talking horse uh, horse or squirrel one is uh, short and stumpy Stumpy, yeah. so one of them stumpy but fat. A tree stump, so a, squir- yeah. so a fat squirrel. A chopped down ash tree, I would like to say. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about a chopped down ash tree. Um, <laughs> no, 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 what about the other person? Our person. He's, he's average. Yeah, <laughs> slightly below average, I'd say. So, like most um, men in the club. <laughs> Rottweiler type. Yeah. Size. yeah. Not, not, quite, not quite golden retriever. No, he's not quite there. He's not quite fedding. <laughs> Not quite golden retriever, but he's not a, a Scotty dog. No, exactly. Yeah, he's doing all right. But, Fair uh, play. So two people have tried to put their pieces in the same fake vagina I, filled with freezing cold water. The uh, the second man later pulled back his foreskin while going for a piss oh. to find a pube. Oh. Is that not real that, risky? I mean, pulling back your foreskin for a piss? Like, yeah, does that, that piss not go weird. everywhere? Yeah, just go everywhere. Um, Did it come out too gonna, fast? You're going to have to ask him. But yeah, I've never tried fast. it. But, does it come out too fast? Like a jet. But I know the the second man does it, he, he keeps it pretty trim down there and he, oh, he, does, he, oh, so he doesn't it he wasn't said, his own. He said it, it wasn't, wasn't his own. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh super News flash. News flash. <laughs> that is disgusting. So one man has now had the other man's DNA Correct. within the inner sanctum of his We are quite a close club. Chunky chunk. Um Please do join Vigos. All players welcome. Pieces at work. Size as well. Maybe this is the bonding it takes to do as well as we have in the last exactly couple of years. That. Maybe that's what it takes. Um, exactly. Dom, have you got a short... We're nearly at the club. So have you got a short story you can add to our initial uh, story? Or anything off the top of your head? Obviously something without... I don't want you two involved in any of these, but other people's stories. Ooh, the water park. Should we just go for the water park? You know... Nice and P- PC, really. Um, yeah, yeah, go for it. So German water parks apparently have no lifeguards. Apart- yes. Yeah, so this is... So, obviously, as as a group of... I don't know, a large group of fully grown men, you know, very <laughs> yeah, mature, very 20, responsible. 20 large blokes, carry on. Very, very <laughs> mature and very responsible. Um, we, there's one... They just don't seem to have lifeguards. And, no. And when you put 20 mature men in a situation with a lot of water and no lifeguards... <laughs> We, we obviously do the correct thing and we fuck around. <laughs> so, 
there, what, in particular, there's this one slide that you can go down 20 man deep, 20 man deep? I think the person getting front to back, I oh, hope yeah. you're learning that story. So, <laughs> That's so one. A slide's probably about 40 seconds long, yeah. of decent speed, tough corners. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you, a lot of injuries, like, don't tell John, but a lot of yeah, injuries were picked you, up you on... You guys were taking your life in your hands. <laughs> you? <laughs> a lot of injuries were, were picked up on this Right, trip. tell the story, Dom. Yeah, come on, mate. So, really still I'm going to have to take over member, yeah, you, do, you, you do it. I'm, do you know what? Yeah, you are boring me. Yeah. So, uh, get to this ride, 40 seconds nice. long, quite windy. Uh, yeah. Good rapids on it, good rapids. Yeah, nice. Um, so we all decide to make a steam train. So we're all going down soul completely train. soul train, sorry. Uh, all legs intertwined. Nice. And uh, there's kids running down this ride and we're like, fuck them. It's, it's a ride or die situation. Um, and the, role, the rule of this one particular time we went down was uh, the person at the front has to be at the back by the time we get to the bottom. Now, this is not wide enough for 20 rugby blokes let's put it that way it's wide enough for a lovely old girl to be honest with you so as we're going down people are getting flung from front to back <laughs> on this ride there was some serious injuries oh yeah some blood was spilt yeah blood was spilt um, far, right? do you know what it's a german theme park so no one really gives a nah, shit no one that, cares so. it's a one way by the way pal sorry uh just she's fit though yeah Yes, <laughs> <See how> much. <smug laughs> um, but yeah, no, that was it. That was another one of a quite a tame one, but uh, it was quite good, good fun, and breaking the rules of German theme parks. Nice. Well, it sounds like you had an enjoyable time, anyway, gentlemen. Um, we've got about twenty seconds before at the club, so what I'm going to do is something we didn't do earlier, which is run you through the Vigo team yes. for today. For the starting lineup is Dan Norton, Harry Wilson, and Ooh. Will James in the front row. Uh, the second row is that classic pairing, Jake French and Liam Wiltshire. Uh, in the back row, we've got Dominic Mickleborough, Luke Henderson and myself, Nick McPherson, at number eight. Back row then boys. we've got nine is Dom Carslaw, ten is Tony Whitehead. In the centres, we've got Dave Winston, the captain, and Phil Chexfield. On the wings, we've got Marcus Hunt on the one side, um, Callum Gibson on the other, and Elliot Stickins at fullback. And on the bench, we have Philip Saul, we have James Clements, and we have Robert Hayes. Um, we've just pulled into the club, Favourite and that means... Well. John is in shorts by the looks of it. John's in shorts, and yes. that only means one thing. It's business time. We'll see you soon. Jeez, that was tight. Vigo win is the headline. 8-5 to Vigo. Um, came back from 5-0 down against... Uh, a very rough Hastings team. That was tough. Let's get into the changing room and have a chat with Dave Winston. All right, we are in a winning changing room once again. I mean, what a steaming game. That was a tough game, and I'm obviously here with the captain, Dave Winston. How you feeling, mate? Uh, yeah, all right. Yeah, we've, as we say, a win's a win, so we've got to be happy about that. And, but we said before the game, we knew that Hastings were not, we're gonna, you know, we're going to be no mugs, and. Um, they proved us absolutely right. They were a good side, and you know we shouldn't be too dejected about yeah. only winning so narrowly. Because really, in the last sort of I'd say four or five meetings, I can't remember one that's been settled by more than a try. No, to be honest. no. Like, and they're, so, they're a good yeah. side, and um, 
it's a, you know, long journey for them as well, and I know that they've um, had some struggles with losing a few players this year and stuff. But um, you know, they put in a really good performance. And, yeah, they felt strong to me. Yeah, yeah I think you know, a lot of tackles. And... Yeah, feel feel a little bit, you know, like can't get away from feeling a little bit like we robbed them, to be honest. But yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll we, take um, it. So. Is setting the scene. We're 50 minutes in. Um, yeah. We go five 0 down. Yeah. Obviously, the boys they've had to show a lot of resolve. It's a bit different from from previous weeks. Yeah. Um, we've got we got a serious sort of a real serious chance of, of letting ourselves go and losing that game. Yeah. Were you pleased to see the attitude of the boys not going down lightly? Well, I think. We were really we were struggling to break them down to be honest. Like they, I, I thought they were pretty strong in defence, and so it was always going to take I think something special to to break it down. And Tony, great vision to see Marcus out wide and put that kick in, and it just we just needed a bit of bit of, bit of a stroke of luck really, and we got it. And so yeah, credit to credit to Hastings. Well, yeah, I mean, so we can say. I mean, we're not. We're not flat. We're happy with a win, obviously, and that means five games to go. Five games, five wins. That's all we got, mate. That is it's all we got. It's easy. easy. Surely. I mean, it sounds easy. Yeah. But right. it's, it's going to be nothing, nothing but. But the yeah. march on Bromley next, isn't it? That's it. Bromley away next week. It's not going to be not going to be easy at, at all. So you yeah. get a good you get a good weekend. We'll all get beasted on Tuesday, I'm sure. And no. well played. Yeah, you too, mate. I am here with the man of the match, Harry Wilson. Hello, Nick. Harry, how are you doing? Tired. Very you tired. Yes, very sore. Good, good. You got man of the match today, so well done, first and foremost. Thank you very much. Um, it's been a long time coming, though. You haven't had a man of the match for Since a while. Since Folkestone. I know. First game of the season, wasn't it? <laughs> not quite a comeback on Elliot's thing. I'd like to say, oh yeah, it's not, no it wasn't. Oh, that's when they gave it to you. They gave it to me, but the club didn't. Yeah, that's hard. And that time that you, that they gave it to uh, Henry Wilkins or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Henry Wilkins at, um, <laughs> I'd like to say, I'd, I'd like to think I provide the platform for uh, Elliot and Hendo to play so well. Yeah. That's why that's they probably get, what it is. Yeah. So, first of all, what did the team do well today? Just gut and heart, I think, is the utmost yeah. thing we did well. We panicked a lot, but we hung in there. Good teams grind it out and win last while we play the games. Yep, we, we said it before the game, didn't we? Good teams always find a way to win. And yep, we did that. We nailed that. We, um, we fucking made it hard for ourselves. How many penalties in the last five minutes of the game? Oh, God, don't, don't like talk to eight. Um, what did you, in particular, look at your own performance? What do you think made, made you stand out? Um, I think it was just these line speed out of the ruck and tackling. Don't be modest, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> you asked me. <laughs> um, yeah, you maybe. I don't. I don't want to answer now. You... I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. No, it's good. Mate, uh, yeah, good I just, good yeah, I just. Yeah, I just think it was just getting around the park a bit more. Yeah. Um, the scrummage today. Did that feel good today? Because I mean, from time that to time, was inconsistent. It was very inconsistent. From time to time, we got on the front foot. From time to time, we got a bit of a nudge back. There was definitely serious feeding on their part. I mean, I like to think I can hook the ball back a couple of times, but they was going straight past the prop and into the second rows. And I was thinking, fucking hell, this is ridiculous. I know you're allowed to give them a little bit of an edge, but you might as well just give it to the eight. Why are these people doing? And uh, who else do you feel had a good game today? Um, I think... 
<laughs> I think Will had quite a good game today. He had a couple of moments where he tried to pass it and didn't come off, but he, he stuck in there. Always, always yeah. to your front row brothers. Uh, the number eight, the man with the uh, microphone, had a good game. He always does all right, though. <laughs> <laughs> Although, yeah, he did. I think, I think that's the only reason why he didn't get it. When he threw it over my head. Uh, I think everyone would say you were on the five metres and you dropped it. But right, if, you, if you'd caught that, you probably would be interviewing yourself. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Uh, when he had a really good game. And... The play was so broken up today, there wasn't a lot of options for the backs. So I think Tony dealt quite well under pressure. Yep. And did a very good try saving intercept as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, was a, that was a beaut early on. Again, another moment that could have changed the game. There yeah. was a lot of stuff that happened today. Was a, but there was a lot, of individual, a lot of individual, quite good stuff going on, but we just didn't connect as a team. We're three weeks out, not playing any rugby, you're going to expect that, aren't you? I think that's probably what it was, to be fair. Um, so... Have you got a girlfriend? I do. What's her name? Michelle. Tell her you love her. Love you, Michelle. I mean, you've got a platform here to really, really tell her. It's Valentine's Day next week. No, she's only allowed one love you a week. Okay, fair play, fair play. Um, got what treat you mean, Kim McKean? That's it. That is Granddad's it. words. <laughs> what do you think we can do before the next game to improve? I think just um, I don't get very. I think we. Just, well, I think we went into this game thinking we were going to get five tries in the first forty minutes, and it just didn't happen. And we were just shocked by their physicality. I think we just got to keep to what we do very well, rather than trying to score off every phase. Um, yeah, I think that's it. That's it. Keep the ball, play the phase. Just play our game and go and draw it into their end. Perfect. All right, mate. Well, it's very official. I like it. I think you've got you've got a future on TV. Thanks very much. I I do try and better than Haskell. Having a shing shang. Bring a bit of professionalism into my into my uh, <laughs> podcast. So. Right. Thank you very much, mate. And well done today. Look forward to the next one. Five more to go. Yep. See ya. Sticko, sticko of the day. Okay. Game over done the man of the match got some of the festivities out of the way it was a good win for Vigo 8-5 made all the better by the scores coming in from the Folkestone against Beckerhamians game obviously Folkestone got a win there which propels them to third and rolls Beckerhamians down the league and we are now 8 points clear in second I'm here and it's time for Sticko's Dicko of the Day Sticko how you doing? thank you mate yeah doing good how about you? yeah I'm not too bad bit better than Bruce Rusty. but we ground Rusty it out today. we ground it out didn't we? we ground it out tough day at the office so now I know there was a lot of mistakes from a lot of different people today I won't I mean, name drop too many I could have probably given a whistle to every one of the players today yeah, there could have been many whistles going many, out many many whistles individual errors were, were there was a lot sky there was, high they were right that's a good yeah, word they yeah. were right um, but have you picked one person who I have the dicko of the day so uh, this was in the first probably five minutes of the game and uh, the move was called uh, the player wasn't there but the, the 10 it's got to go Tony the 10 just floated the ball for their 7 to intercept um Luckily, Marcus and myself covered back on their like, on, the, on our own five meter line, but yeah, just just float, floated it for their seven to just break clean through. Just have an enjoyable evening, here, mate. Have a try. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Didn't bank on his mate saving him, did he? Yeah. Wanted to give him one. Saved me. <laughs> So, is there any points? We want three points you can give him uh, to make sure it doesn't happen again. Yeah, point number one. Don't pass it to their team. It's <laughs> always a good way to start. Point two, probably, uh, if the guy's not there, don't, don't let go of the ball. Never let go of the ball. Point three, don't be a dick. Nice. <laughs> 
first? Can I have one? Of course. Don't be a twat. Of course. All your life. There are kids here. I did say I oh, would clean up the podcast this week. But, um, <laughs> next week. Next week we're gonna we're gonna clean it up from next week. So. <laughs> I'm sorry, mum. <laughs> sorry, Hazel. We apologise. Um, unfortunately, that means congratulations, Tony Whitehead. You are Sticko's Dicko of the day. And we will be back soon. Willies. Willies. All right, battle bus breakdown. Big win for the boys. Eight Woo. five. Go on, the boys. Bit of a toughie, but we made it just about because they hit the hit, hit the post uh, the last uh, in the eighty fifth minute after the ref had given them four last plays, but we made it. Saved by two inches. Yeah, something like that. Story of my life. Um, <laughs> so we got some. Uh, <laughs> We've got some scores to come in. Um, I've got our league locked and loaded. So, um, scores from the weekend from Saturday are Crowborough 29, Bromley 14, Folkestone 34, Beckerhamians 15. Interesting result. Uh, Lewis 17, Old Dunstonians 22 at Lewis. Uh, Pulborough 31, Parkhouse 19 at Pulborough. Not a bad result by Parkhouse actually, no. going all that way. And Vigo eight, Hastings five. So another big week in the league this week. Just yeah. jumping at us, Folkestone got another win. Bex lost two on a shot. Three on the bounce, isn't it? I thought it was two. No, and three. they lose that week we played Crowborough. Yeah, fuck, yeah. Yeah, three on the bounce. And it's three on the bounce, isn't it? I'm sure it is. Doing us all sorts of favours. I know, they loads. don't want to go. coming all over it. the place. So all we need now really is Crowborough to keep winning and it's uh and we keep winning and you know job done it puts Vigo 8 points clear puts Crowbra I think 11 they're 11 ahead yeah and they're mathematically safe from relegation (laughs) they are they (laughs) threw that fact out didn't they this week Uh, then Vigo and then Folkestone uh, on 41 followed by Beckerhamians Willies Dunstonians Paulbra everyone else on 40 it's it's ridiculous it's got tight two, two to Third to seventh, separated by one point. Yeah, it is indeed. Uh, It's turning into National One, basically. Um, Same quality, same quality of rugby as well. Uh, Yeah, I think so. There's only a couple of points between Hastings, Lewis, uh, and Parkhouse, isn't there? Uh, And only two of them go down. Remember, because Helen Lee are already gone. Um, Let's roll into London and South East Two. See how our neighbours down the road got on. Do you know how they did Tone Graves End? Uh, two seconds. It's all right, I've got it here. I just wondered if you knew. Um, I don't know how they got on. They lost. They lost 20 points to 12 to Haywards Heath, oh, which was a battle, uh, which was fifth against sixth, I think, or fourth v fifth, something like that. They were one position apart Ooh. and a point apart. They were at Graves End and they lost 20 points to 12. Ooh. Right. Which was tough. Uh, elsewhere, Maidstone beat Ellsford Balls 20 0, which all. Battle of the Dross, yeah. yeah. All but puts Ellsford out. Yeah, that, they're basically down, aren't they? Um, Charlton Park beat Thanet 17 16. Away at Thanet. That's a trip, isn't it? Yeah. That I've, is a trip. I've gone yeah. there three times and they've called it off when we got there three times. Really? Yeah. Oh, disgusting stats from Thanet. Yeah. Um, also in that league, just jumping out at me, Colfians beat Dover 78 0. Jeez. Big time. We're at Dover in that league, are they? Um, I don't they think they're doing very well. I don't think they were doing that badly. 
Also talking of Dover, our twos went down to Dover at the weekend. Mighty twos. Spanked them. Rubbed them up. Spanked them. Yeah, Gave them a good, good going over. Taught them a lesson. Perfect. And Dover, I mean, their first team are in uh, the league above us, so. I mean, we shouldn't be able to go away and smash their second team. Did so. they used to be a lot higher, though, bro? Am I making... No, um, they were London, London 1, 1 when I remember, yeah. Um, but no, I don't think they've ever been much higher than London 1. But still, our twos went there and done a job. I it was. Talking of London 1, obviously there was a couple of uh, interesting matches. Seven Oaks beat Weston Park 19-10. Um, Dartfordians lost to Thurrock 40 points to 21. Uh, we're keeping our eyes on Chobham at the moment because they are in the bottom spots of London 1 and just say just say we got promoted they would be in London 2 as well interesting uh, and they got spanked by Camberley 57-5 nice so we like, to see. we like that we like <laughs> we like them getting dusted up a bit we just in case any, we don't want any competitive teams coming now yeah <laughs> so uh, yeah another, another big week there we won't get on to the Prem yet we'll let we'll let Val stew for slightly longer um, how's this one jump out at you from Kent 1 Cranbrook 68 Jeez. King's Seven. College Hospital Ooh. 12 oh wow what a loss from King's College how Jesus. did uh, how did Sheppy do this I mean that's what it's fun in the huge game of the week Sheppy versus New Ash Green at Sheppy the score was Sheppy 3 New Ash Green 30 if you're Sheppy, why are you even going for pens anymore? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> leaking tries. Yeah, yeah, stick it over the post, mate. A billion points down in the points difference. They're like, ooh, quick, quick one. Get a, I'm I'm over, get a score on the board. First, first minute, yeah. Keep, yeah keep, keep it ticking over. I'd imagine because they just got beaten 50 nil last week. They got beaten 71 nil the week before. The <laughs> they got beaten 69 nil the week before. We got points. <laughs> Literally, the last time they got points before yesterday was seven points on the 15th of December. Oh, fair enough. Fair play. <laughs> so three points probably weren't too bad for them. They, uh, in all fairness, the old G's game. Yep. Uh, they were what was the final score? 38-12 to they, Ashford they were 33-0 down at half time were they? Yeah. oh so they had a better second half yeah just not enough not enough in the bag not enough in the bag to keep going um, while I look for the National League results how are your bodies feeling? guys? a little bit a little bit a little bit trodden on a little bit bruised yeah lots of studs flying around yeah. there was a lot of studs flying around weren't it there? it never seemed like proper intentional no, no, just nah, nah, I never yeah. felt like someone stamped on me no, for any just, reason. Until I woke but, up. You know, you wake up <laughs> Sunday morning and you're just covered in. I mean, what it, it just looks like I've been walking the streets of New Cross <laughs> in the middle of a Saturday night and I've been shivved left, right, <laughs> centre, all, right. all over my legs. <laughs> um, so maybe someone just had unfortunately long studs uh, and they were accidentally nailing us it all. It was a very buggy ground, to be fair. Yeah, it was quite boggy. There was a lot of contact. There really was, was a lot. As, real, as you would, yeah. Real, real as you would imagine in in an eight five game, there was a lot of contact. Nil nil, nil nil at half time as well. Which yeah. I, I, I oh. can't remember ever playing in a nil nil at half time game. Oh really? Yeah, oh, not in the last. Suck. Yeah, no, in a long, long time. Me and Tony played in one once. We won it three nil. I was yeah, going to say, I imagine. You, imagine <laughs> that was back in the days where you got one point for a try, though. Wasn't it? <laughs> During the war. <laughs> So, got National 1, one of my favourite leagues at the moment. Blackheath, 27, Birmingham Mosley, 17. So, it's another win for Blackheath. 
Roslyn Park 31, Sale FC 26, so a win for them as well. Ampthill 26, Cinderford 20, wow. another win for them. And in our game of the week from that league, Eltamians 22, Chinna 3. Nice. But wow. all one. All one. I don't think that's a bonus point for Eltamians. Um, but they still are top of the league. Eltamians on 81, Ampthill on 76, Blackheath on 73, Roslyn Park on 72. But that's opened up a little bit. Actually. Yeah, but Ampthill on 76 points, five Go behind Eltamians. Got a game in hand. Win that game and have a bonus point. We are back to square one after 22 games. Bloody 81 points, top two. But yeah, opened up a little bit. Blackie for in third on 73, Roslyn Park in 72, but Roslyn Park have got a game in hand. So they could move themselves to, to second, really, with that game in hand. Yeah, that game in hand but, um, is not against each other, is it? Uh, no, there's, there's actually like half the league. They've still oh, got to play. Perfect. But um, last one before we go, let's check on Canterbury. Um, they've got a 39-17 win against Clifton, keeping themselves second in the table. Nice. Not a bad effort. Right. Bit of a quick Six Nations special breakdown. Um, three results, obviously. <laughs> uh, so first one, uh, Scotland against Ireland. Easy win for Ireland. You seen any of it? I actually haven't seen any of it. Do you know what? I haven't. Have you seen any of it? No. That's how waste that game was. It was about 20-something 12, wasn't it? I heard Scotland were on top for a little while, and it was like they... They just made it difficult and then ended up losing it. I heard Ireland did the equivalent of Jose Mourinho parking the bus in football, yeah. but in rugby. They, they, they were talking, weren't they, about them having a plan B and have they got a plan B? And didn't they, because they took sex tonight? Yeah, they had to. HIA. HIA, missing, HIA didn't he? Yeah. Missing the next game, is he? Failed it. Um, I don't know, does he get away because it's two weeks? Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe he'll get, yeah, get away with that. Yeah. Talking of injuries. Next game along, England versus France. Marco Venepola. Yeah, that's not ideal. Yeah, he's been a fucking... He's been decent. He's gone. So he's missing the rest of the championship. Ligament damage in the ankle. Obviously, we know that's not great. I think it's a good... It potentially could be a blessing in disguise because it gives us a chance to look at the other boys. Like, we know what Marco can do. You know he's going to run around, hit, tackle all day. Whereas you yeah. don't really know what, like, Moon and... He's on his way back from an injury, isn't he? Yeah. Genji would be interesting to see what he does for England. Yeah, so you don't Big really... ball carrier. Imagine Genji and Sinks. Yeah, it's, it's beefy. Yeah, yeah really really nasty. <laughs> I did think I did notice a distinct difference in England after all of our ball carriers went off at the same time. Yeah. Because yeah. at about 55 minutes, we got rid of both Vinopolas, Sinclair, Tua Lange. We got rid of all the big boys. And we reverted back to the crap that we've been yeah. playing for the last three years. Yeah, yeah, the, 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 okay. It, you were 100% right, Tone, because as soon as they took Tuolangi off, it, it like Slade was out of the game. There was no, there was nothing for him to do because it was just too, too much, too much moving the ball and not enough hitting the, hitting the hard yeah, lines. No one's hitting that line then. It got also. me, it got me thinking as well. Uh, every team who has ever been the best in the world for a time or close to the best That's in the world team. always had a big 12. Yeah. Yeah. Always. Bill. Uh, well, before Mananu, Mananu yeah. before New Zealand. Yeah. Um, when Wales were decent, Jamie Roberts was playing 12. Yeah. Yeah. When England won the World Cup, Mike Tinder was playing 12. Yeah. Teams have always got a big ass 12. Matt Gitto was a big runner at 12 it when he played 12. It just draws so many people, though. That's, that's all it is, isn't it? You're just you're constantly worried about it. Yeah, because you got you got to keep your eye on it. 
Bundyaki's playing 12 for Ireland these days. It gives that 13 so much time as well, like because everyone's drawn. It, like, it gives them that extra second because everyone's drawn to That's it as thing. well. And mm. as soon as they stop being drawn to him, you just hit him and he makes yards. Mm. Right. That drift that he comes in and they've got no problems. Yeah. What are you going to say, Jake? Sorry. Nothing. I was going to just talk about Sean O'Brien moving yes. to London Irish. Yes, that popped up, didn't it? Big, Sean O'Brien signed just another player on a long list. In fact, for next week, I reckon we get that list of what, players that are signed for London Irish because... 450 bags. Is it just me? Or if something weird happened and they didn't get promoted, oh, they've got to have what clause, would got, all them blokes do? They've got to have clauses. Sure. But then they'd have no club. It'd be the summer with no club. Yeah, but How are they going to negotiate some deals? Free agent. It's easy, isn't it? Jesus Christ. Also, Haskell. Is, it, is he retired? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he don't play anymore, so yeah. he could be. He could be. Um, what are we saying about England's win with, with digress? What, what are we saying about England's win against France? Piece of piss? Yeah, but how shit? Yeah, how shit yeah. France? They're fucking terrible, aren't they? Bleh, bleh, bleh. That's so bad. I've France. never known an international team so disorganised. Italy versus France for the spoon. Yeah, and I reckon Italy could have them. That'd be fucking amazing. It would be real exciting. People are great. Did. I'd love that. Go on, Italy. I like Conor O'Shea, that's the thing. Yeah. They, yeah. Uh, that was not a great game of rugby towards. So Italy, well, I was rolling into Italy. Um, it wasn't. The first yeah. 50 minutes, there was not much going on, but yeah. Italy were well in it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But I mean, we were watching it, uh, and they, they looked good. They got the first try on the board. They looked decent. What was it, 9-7 for a time? Yeah, when they, they interviewed Conor O'Shea a little while ago, and he said, like, they're building. He said, they're not quite there. They're building. That probably shows that they're... They're in a, in the game for 50, 60 minutes, and then mm. and then that's it. They just sort of fold after. Yeah. yeah, I imagine the, the depth once you're bringing on, the, yeah. bringing on the shags off the bench. And I think that's uh, one of the things he was talking about, wasn't it? It was like they've they've now got a group of young players coming through who they've been working working on, yeah, and working with, so that they're now gonna start to develop the depth that is needed for national rugby, and not just 15 fellas who are all right. Um, so it seems like it's a bit of a long-term plan for them, but they, they come in, they're getting better all the time. And I personally, I mean, if we mess up against Wales, obviously I'll eat my hat. But I reckon Wales are fucking terrible. I don't As international teams go, are. I think they're crap. They they just they only just beat France for an intercept try. They look void of ideas. And, like, a, and a ball that just got thrown up to them yeah, on the try line. Yeah. And then they're 50 minutes in, they're they're beating Italy 9-7. They've started three penalties. They just look like yeah. They just look void of ideas. Like if something doesn't happen, like the first time, that's it. They're done. Like they don't really know. Like they haven't got that plan B. Yeah, that's the same as well. They haven't really got any ball carriers. Yeah. If you think about it, Halfpenny's back for the uh, England Wales game. He is. I saw he was in the squad. Is it first game since November or December though? So a long, long time. Like yeah, a long time. I so, don't think he offers any more of a threat. I mean, no, Liam, Liam Williams. Liam Williams is, is better than him nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. Halfpenny. Five years ago, yeah. yeah, great. But I mean, off off the tee and that maybe, but with ball in hand, Liam Williams is, is a lot more exciting. Yeah, I feel like bigger's in your team. You don't never really need half penny unless you're planning on banging penalties from the halfway line all day. But definitely, definitely. Um, so Liam Williams is now in the same situation that Hogg's been in for the last thing. He's a, he's a really exciting player, but everyone else, is. you know, he's just not got yeah, anyone no, else around. Nothing him. much around. Even him. George North's quite quiet. He doesn't seem to be doing a lot. Mm. Uh, when I was uh, wherever I was listening to some sort of, some other podcast, they uh, they were saying that he's he looks his club rugby sort of come back to to where it was before he ended up playing at Northampton. He like sort of lost his way. But then you 
you watch him for Wales and he's nowhere near the player he used to be. No, mm. yeah, not at all. He's not you that bloke who... think about that who, kid uh, that picked up, what's his name? Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's not that bloke who picked up the Australian winger and just ran away with him, was it? Yeah. Was it Falau? Was it Falau? It might have been Falau, actually. Uh, whoever yeah. it was, he got the shock a, of his life. a bit of him <laughs> playing too much too young? Maybe. Because, like, yeah. what was he, 80, I imagine he was international cap by 18. Mm. Maybe he's just burnt out. Yeah. Mm. Whereas, well, before, you didn't get international caps at that age, did you? Really? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, so right. Really. I want to see Cook, Cook and the Cider come out. Yeah, I think he might be in soon. So, just before we go, predictions for the next game. It's a couple of weeks' time. But we got England against Wales in Cardiff. England. England. England, obviously. And then we've got Scotland. Scotland scoring again in two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Scotland are playing against, I want to say, France. No idea, mate. Do you know what? I ain't even looked. Let's we go. won't give any more predictions. Let's go. No, let's yeah, go. Let's it might, go no, it will be. It will be because they've played. Uh, Scotland have played Ireland and Scotland win. Ireland win. I'm okay. going Italy. I think. No. So, Ireland, Ireland, Italy. So I, that yeah. obviously Ireland. Scotland win. Ireland yeah. win. England win. Easy money. Easy dream. Cool. Alright, boys. Well, we'll catch you next time. Next time. Dream. Breakfast next club. Week, breakfast breakfast club. club next week. Mm. See you later. Bye. Winners. Winners. And that is all we got time for on this week's Vigo Rugby Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. As always, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts by clicking the subscribe button. Um, a note for your diaries, the 25th of May 2019 is the Vigo Rugby Club Charity Ball Dinner and Dance. It is the 50th anniversary year, so that will be big this year. Um, your tickets are on sale behind the bar. You can pay a £25 deposit. Uh, the full price is £50, so that £25 needs to be paid by the 1st of March that is your deadline Um, that is all thanks very much for listening we will catch you next week for the big running it is Bromley away five games to go five games five wins promotion for Vigo we'll see cheers